0: Hello, I'm Roger Baker, Executive Director of the Stratfor Center for Applied Geopolitics at RAIN. This podcast is brought to you by RAIN Worldview, the premier digital publication for objective geopolitical intelligence and analysis. Find out how RAIN can help you stay ahead of global events at rainnetwork.com. This is Rain's Essential Geopolitics Podcast, the most useful conversation you're going to hear all week. I'm Emily Donahue and I welcome you. Two of South Africa's largest coal-fired power plants broke down recently, the latest in a series of problems with the country's electricity production. Here with details and analysis of what happens next is Clara Brackbill, a Sub-Saharan Africa analyst with Rain. Welcome, Clara.
1: Hi, Emily.
0: So headlines emerging from South Africa recently have sounded the alarm over an unprecedented power crisis. Tell us what we need to know.
1: Yes, that's right. Um, so as you as you correctly mentioned, two of South Africa's largest coal-fired power plants uh, broke down last weekend, uh, which then caused ESCOM, which is the state-owned power utility, to implement implement uh, stage six load shedding. And load shedding in South Africa just refers to the select reduction of electricity supplies um, that that ESCOM implements in order to prevent the entire grid from collapsing. So what stage six load shedding means then is that um, blackouts, organized and and planned blackouts, last for six hours. Um, so so these problems with these two generating units at uh, at these two power stations amounted to about uh, just, let's see, over 15,000 megawatts of un- unplanned losses, which is about a third of ESCOM's um, total nominal capacity is of about 45,000 megawatts. Um, and South Africa is now at risk of breaching those stage six power cuts, uh, meaning that that Uh, planned uh, load shedding will last even longer, potentially reaching stage eight. Um, so, with this in mind, um, ESCOM has said that it's going to dial down load shedding towards the end of the week again. Um, after saying that that they could breach stage six, um, but still the word you know unprecedented um, accurately reflects the increased risk to to more sustained cuts, which are which look like they're going to leave South Africans without power for for stretches of four to six hours um, over coming weeks. So you know of course this is this is more than a matter of convenience um, extended outages are a major constraint on South, Af- South Africa's economic growth. Uh, they depress mining and manufacturing activity. They disrupt transportation routes and supply chains, hamper business operations. And then, of course, there's, there's the safety concerns that come with extended blackouts as well.
0: Clara, that sounds really bad. Uh, tell me how it got so bad.
1: Well, South Africa's power crisis um, is not new. So this has been going on for the better part of a decade, um, but has gotten worse in recent years. So ESCOM um, started implementing those stage six uh, power cuts in in June um, for the first time since 2019. And 2022 is projected to be the worst year of blackouts on record. So we know it's getting worse. But like I said, this is a longstanding problem. Um, And that's largely due to years of corruption and mismanagement um, in, addition, in addition to a, a lack of investment that have um, eroded South Africa's electrical infrastructure, um, and, and that, alongside that, that means that costs for electricity, which um, you know was once uh, cheap and reliable in South Africa, have since skyrocketed. Um, it, which contributes to ESCOM's um, accumulation of of massive debt, uh, part of which the South African government has guaranteed, um, and this this leads to a lack of assets. It's necessary to improve those electrical grids that are overloaded, underperforming, and built on um, aging and and damaged infrastructure. So. Ever since ESCOM's problems first started to emerge, um, South Africa's electricity problems have have forced households and businesses to either rely on more expensive means of power generation, um, like generators, or to simply go without. Um, And a few years ago, actually, the South African Council for Scientific and Industrial Research released data um, that showed that the country lost anywhere from four billion to eight billion um, annually due to productivity losses. uh, amid power cuts. So the impact is severe um, and and it is a longstanding issue.
0: You know, as you mentioned before, this is semi crippling, right, uh, to the economy. And what is the government going to do to address this crisis?
1: Well, it looks like we have uh, short term uh, mitigation measures um, and then at this point, a somewhat bleak uh, medium to long term outlook. Um so ESCOM CEO said over the weekend that a total national blackout isn't likely um, as ESCOM uh, and the government are taking short-term mitigation measures to stave off a, a total collapse of the grid. ESCOM um, uh, has procured an extra thousand megawatts from independent electricity producers to kind of account for some of the recent losses. Um, but of course, this is these are just kind of patchwork solutions to uh, a long-term problem. So a, a long-term solution would require a massive overhaul of power plants and transmission and ins- Infrastructure um, that will take several years, if not more, um, in addition to uh, you know billions of dollars. So then, one obvious uh, problem with that is financing. So uh, one one possible source for funding is through climate change financing. Um, you know, some Western governments have pledged to help South Africa um, in its in its green energy. Um, transition and and turn away from coal. Um, But this isn't a straightforward solution either. Um, So, you know, we've had commitments from the EU, Germany, France, the UK and the US um, to support South Africa with about $8.5 billion over the next three to five years in concessional loans, investments, risk sharing instruments um, to help finance that transition from coal and and relatedly um, to support ESCOM. But uh, this is only going to make a small dent in the estimated you know, $560 to $750 billion that the country is expected to need over the next 20 years to fully transition from coal, part of that being uh, supporting electricity transmission. Um, and then, of course, there are domestic constraints on um, on rehabilitating ESCOM as well, uh, particularly if it involves a turn away from the coal industry. Um, so South Africa has very powerful and widespread unions. Um, and if any if any of these um, efforts cost South African jobs, uh, unemployment is already at thirty four percent nationwide. Um, these measures are likely to be widely unpopular with unions um, who will protest and and uh, and these protests have a have a history of um, of of bringing the government to task. So that's an additional constraint. So taken together, uh, these measures mean that the government will, will likely attempt to prevent grid collapse in the short term by by cobbling together a series of mitigation measures. Um, but th- the factors that I, just, I just mentioned um, will likely constrain sweeping reform from stabilizing South Africa's electricity delivery in, in the medium to long term.
0: Clara Brackbill focuses much of her work on sub-Saharan Africa. You can read her analysis of the current power crisis at Rain Worldview, Worldview is one of RAIN's flagship geopolitical intelligence offerings. If you would like to learn about RAIN's geopolitical risk monitoring and intelligence services, visit RAINNETWORK.com. That's R-A-N-E-Network.com. I'm Emily Donahue. Thank you for listening.